The content broadcasted through Swinging Single Podcasts is intended for adult audiences and is offered solely for entertainment and informative purposes. The views and opinions discussed may not echo the opinions or perspectives of the podcast creators, sponsors, or associates. Please note that the content in the Swinging Single Podcast is strictly not suitable for individuals below the age of 18. User discretion is advised. Our podcast content should not be taken as legal, professional, or financial advice, and listeners should seek proper advice as required from a qualified professional. Any use of trademarks, logos, and copyrights associated with Swinging Single Podcasts is prohibited without prior written consent. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest episode of the Swinging Single Podcast. I'm your host, A.C. Maxwell, bringing you all the juicy details and scandalous stories from the exciting world of swinging. In today's episode, I have an incredible story to tell you about an unforgettable night with Natalie, my hot wife, the squirting pussy, and a massive cream pie that would follow. But that's not all. We'll also delve into the thrilling world of hotel takeovers, specifically the takeover organized by the Telegram group, HR Party Group. So sit back, relax, and get ready for some hot and heavy tales. All right, welcome back. It's been a long week. I haven't been online, been enjoying my time off from work and from the rest of the world doing that enjoying the swinging scene wednesday night was a great night we'll tell you about that in another edition of the swinging single podcast with me ac maxwell then we also saturday night on the 18th of november i went to a hotel takeover Uh, i got all the juicy details but first i want to talk about my beautiful sexy and slutty natalie the future hot wife that I just love to play with. She is single, me and single too, so you know what's going to happen. Maybe me and her will form a bond, a relationship, and live out the hot wife swinging lifestyle uh, for the rest of our lives. So on Wednesday, I think it was the Wednesday before the Friday, before the 18th of the hotel takeover, I go over to her house after the kids are asleep. And me and Natalie go and, you know, naturally do our thing. We have a very good connection. So, you know, when everything's settled and everything's gone, me and her are two fuck machines. And I love it. Her pussy tastes like fucking strawberry wine. Her pussy around my cock when she sits on it. It's like a, I don't know, it's like a blanket from heaven. But I go over there. It's late at night, 9 30, 10 o'clock, you know. And, you know, we shoot the shit, see how everything's going, talk and all that. I'm just getting a hard on thinking about it right now. <laughs> so, me and her are talking, you know, watching some Netflix. No, this ain't no Netflix and chill because we're all going to fuck. We already know that. We don't need Netflix to fuck. Unlike this stupid generation we got coming up, Gen Zers. But we talk and, you know, one thing leads to another so she kisses me we start making out you know doing that little foreplay thing which natalie doesn't need much of because that pussy i have never touched that pussy dry every time i even go near that pussy it's always wet and uh 
and I love it because that means either one, she's a massive, massively attracted to me, or two, she's just one big slut, which I fucking even love even more. But we start making out. I go down, feel her pussy is fucking wet as hell. Her panties are wet. I hate it when she wears panties though, because you know what? It's just not good. Panties got to be illegal pretty soon. I'm telling you that right now, people. So I'm going down and feeling her pussy. And also, I love what about what she does is that she doesn't shave her fucking uh, pussy like a goddamn uh, Barbie doll. You know, she has some hair there. She's a woman. So I appreciate that, you know. It's not long. It's not short. You can see it. It's great. And, you know, I start fingering her, playing with her. But then I rip off her pants and her panties off and i go downtown on her i start eating her out now when a woman tastes as fucking as good as natalie you never want to stop going down on there because you know what you do let's face it guys and girls in the swinging lifestyle you get some bad smelling pussy and some really bad tasting pussy and sometimes you gotta take one for the team now i know i have swinger friends that said we never take one for the team i go bullshit you always take one for the team so don't sit there try to act like you don't all right we have to Sometimes it just smells. Sometimes guys, women don't know how to wipe their assholes and shit like that. And you got the shit smell all over. When I worked at Caliente, people would do anal. People would shit in the bed. I mean, I had to change those sheets and there'd be shit in the bed. So you know what? We do take one for the team. But with Natalie's pussy, that thing doesn't never smell. I mean, no matter what. We could be fucking for hours and that thing still has the same. Now, I might have a little latex smell if we bring in a partner. Uh, or a taste to it, not a latex smell, but a taste to it. But that's the worst I have ever had in Natalie's pussy. There hasn't been any time where I'm like, oh, God, this thing stinks. Now, I did have one long time ago when I was 21 named Rachel. Her pussy, she took off her panties, man. Her, She stunk up the room. And I don't know why no one told her that her pussy stunk, but, you know, that's why I'm not with Rachel anymore. But anyways, so back to Natalie, the beautiful Natalie. Me and her playing around, having a good time. I'm eating her pussy. And you know what? It doesn't take long for Natalie to get off. And she is a squirter. And, you know, she doesn't like squirting on my face. I love it. I wish she would. She has a thing about, oh, she don't want to do it um, and all that. But I think maybe once she gets more comfortable with me, I become her husband, she'll be fine with it and she'll be squirting on my face. Because I do love a good squirt on my face. You know, I like a good facial too, just like the rest of the girls. So she's coming a lot. I'm fingering her. She's squirting her over, but she fucking wets her bed and and all that. So she's going to have to change the sheets right after I leave. You know, I'm not that gentleman where I helped her, but, you know, she likes marinating her own pussy jizz. That's fine with me. So I'm fingering her. She's She blasts off about two, three, four, two, three times before anything else, before we start working on me. You know, like my number one rule, she always comes first. The lady always comes first. Don't matter if it's a couple or it's a single woman. They all got to come first. So I'm in there. Fuck it. Start fucking her. You know, and I love, you know, you got to watch out for this one. Because when Natalie gets on top of me, I can't last. It doesn't matter how many. I I could bust five nuts before I fuck her. And if she gets on top of me, it's gone in 30 seconds. I mean, it is really tough. She just has that pussy. She f- can move her hips like no one I ever had before. And that's it's a good thing, but it's also a bad thing because you will come too fast. And I don't want to come fast because I want to, you know, enjoy the night. This is a Wednesday school night. I have to get back to work in the morning. So I'm not going to sit there and hang out to 12, 3 in the morning fucking her. 
So I get on top of her so I can control everything. And I'm pounding, going away. And she's just squirting more and more uh, on me, on my cock and all that. So I turn her over. I said, fuck, well, maybe I, I can, you know, make her go slow. Well, she don't, you can't make Natalie do anything. So Natalie's on top of me and she's going, she's moving those hips like a fucking porn star. And next day I know she blows her load all down my uh, cock and my balls. And I love it because the heat and everything, I love that feeling. So I love it when she squirts down on me and all that. So she did that. Then finally, you know, she reverses cowgirl. And this is fucked because Natalie has a great ass. If you if you ever get the pleasure of playing with Natalie and I let you play with her, you better be thinking you're lucky stars because she has a nice fucking, uh, you know, pog ass on her. And... I'm looking at her asshole and all that and a fucking cock going in and out of her pussy and about 30 seconds I lose and I blow my load in there. And, you know, she loves it. And I slowly pull out. And I love the scene because you can see when she pulls out because I'm out laying on my back and she's on top of me, reverse cowgirl. And you can see my cum coming out of her pussy and all that oozing out. And I really like that shit. You know, the, the cream pie I really like, I got into that shit more and more as I got older. So safe to safe to say that the night was a blast. She loved it. She says she slept like a baby. It has been, it's been a long time since she had sex, but Natalie would not be done. Cause I would take Natalie out Wednesday before Thanksgiving and she would have a fucking awesome time. And I got stories to tell you about that with Natalie, the beautiful Natalie, and all that. So stay tuned for those in the next episode. But the main point I want to talk about is hotel takeovers and some of the assholes that go there. Because it's been, you know, a roller coaster of this one. So I'm in a group. It's called, let me see what I can pull this. I'm going to pull this up so I get everything right. It's called HR Party Group, all right? And this group, I really do like. I like the dude who runs it because he really does a top-notch job uh, doing it. So I give him props up to whoever that is. I can't remember. I think his name is Dave and his wife. Uh, they have all kinds of great stuff they do there. They have a meet and greet. Then they do a bingo card game where you can win prizes and all that. They have vendors there too. So they so this party was on the 18th of November. It's a great timing for me because the 18th is my first day of vacation. I got the whole week off because of Thanksgiving. So hell yeah, I'm going to go and go and celebrate. You know, just meet some people in that group and all that. And maybe have some fucking sex, you know. That's what I'm here for. It's swinging. I am a swinger. I'm not here to make a connection. Uh, I don't understand guys who say, oh, I need a connection to fucks. Like, oh, yeah, bullshit, dude. No man in the human history has ever needed a connection to fuck anything. All right? So let's stop lying to himself, ladies. If your man tells you he needs a connection, he's lying to you. That man can stick his dick in anything that he thinks is good looking. All right? So, all right, off my rant. Anyways. So this HR party group is on Telegram. You should check them out. They're really good. If you're in the Houston area, if you're a fucking, if you're a Maine, don't fucking bother. Unless you're coming to Houston. So I'm a member of this group. I go sign, pay for my single mail ticket, 150 bucks. No problem. Uh, party starts at, I think it was eight o'clock, eight, nine o'clock. The 930 was the meet and greet. Then after 930, you could do whatever you want. And they had a bunch of rooms. So what I like about this place is, like I said, the guy really does a top-notch job. He gets everyone involved. He makes sure everybody's having a good time. 
if you can't have a good time here, then you're fucking pretty fucked. But he has all kinds of, and the half of the floor is reserved for playrooms where they have different themes. They had a BDSM, you know, with that cross thing there. They had a gangbang room, a blackout room, a save the moment room, which was where you could go film. If you're only fans, you can, I guess, film you fucking in there. They had a whole camera set up in there and all that, which I think one person might have went into. I don't know. Then they had just regular a cockhold room where guys could watch their wives get fucked by other dudes. And they had a female glory hole, which was not a really good setup. That's the only negative thing I could say about that party was the setup of the female. You know, it wasn't like you see in the Czech uh, porn videos. It was very, it was, it was, you know, it was very amateurish. But you know, like I said, that was the only worst thing about that whole thing was that female. I was kind of disappointed because I really wanted to do those Czech things. I thought maybe they put some money into it, but they didn't. They just put a curtain up where the girl could, one part of her body would be in the uh, play area and the other side which she wouldn't be able to see who's fucking her. So that was all the playrooms. And on the other side was where the VIPs were. They had VIP membership there if you pay extra. And they had rooms there for all that. So you can go in there if you got invited and all that. So uh, 8 o'clock rolls when I go up. I'm always there early. I mean, on time. I don't fucking show up. Right before all the action starts, I'm not that type of single guy. I actually get there so people can see me and all that. Also, the reason why you should get there early if you ever go to this group is that the women actually fill out questionnaires about what their sexual preferences, what sex they want, do they like anal, stuff like that. They also have guys get numbers. So you go number one, two, three, so four. And the ladies will put down who they would like to fuck, who are they interested in. And, you know, if they're interested in any guys, you know, you got to remember this is a swinger party. This is not a strictly seeing couples for singles. But a lot of the women do play with single guys in this group, which is, makes it even better because you can actually fuck, you know, uh, some of the girls that are in there. I've been a member of some groups where it's just they just looking for other couples or their husbands looking for a girl for themselves and all that. And there's no action for the single guys or anything like that. So that kind of sucks. But this this club, this group is not. It's pretty good. So I got picked three times by a lady that specifically put, put me down. Now I did fuck a couple of ladies that were didn't put me down. So there's so guys, you know, if you ever do go, don't get discouraged if you don't get picked because you know sometimes in the heat of the moment when she's getting fucked, you might she might need another dick and your dick might be there and you might be able to get your dick wet by her. So don't worry about that, guys. All right. So if you don't get picked, your number's not on the board. Don't worry about it because I'm guarantee you'll probably get laid if you're smart. All right, so I get there at 8, walk up to the fourth, uh, take the elevator up the fourth floor, walk in. You're greeted by the host. I think it's Dave. I can't remember. And his hostess wife. I can't remember her name either. I'm bad with names, so I'm not you know, not being a dick or anything. So I meet them, shake the hand, introduce myself. I fill out my name card, my number. I was number 10, I think it was. I think it was number 10. So, you know, as being number 10, uh I thought there was nothing much to it. That means I was the 10th male. Now, even the guys who were couples had to put their number down, too. So it wasn't just the single guys. The guys with that were couples, too. Of the couples would have to write their uh, numbers down, too. You know, I got there early, so there was not that many people. And people started filling in and all that. So, And, you know, I got some newbies. There's some 
two single guys that never been to a party like this before showed up, which is funny because I always like to see their reaction and all that. One guy I talked to a lot. Uh, he really followed me around because, you know, I'm the man. Uh, I ain't afraid to admit it. admit it. I am the man. I know what to do. I know how to please the women. So, you know, you, you know, he's learning from the best, which is me. So, you know, I talked to a couple people, you know, shooting the shit with them, you know, trying to get me, put my best foot forward. I'm dressed up to the nines like usual. Got my three piece suit on, my vest on. And a lot of these guys are not coming in or just looking like, you know, you know they're not looking good. Like, I don't understand why guys cannot, don't know how to dress. you got so many apps that can tell you how to dress nowadays. There's no excuse. Like, I'm colorblind, so, you know, red and pink look the same to me, you know. So I might make mismatch there, but, you know, I got an app where I just put in what I want, take a picture of it, and it tells you what you can, how to put that combo together. And I do that all the time. So I'm always looking good, smelling good and all that. I freshly shave, shave my cock and balls, everything's good. So I don't have any problems, no issues and all that. So talking to people. And, you know, this, this was one of the parties where I talked to a lot of people. Usually I don't talk that much. I just sit back and relax. And I never approach a couple. But I approached a lot of couples this uh, time because, you know, the vibe was there. It wasn't like, oh, well, you know, single guys, you're not really wanted, yada, 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 stuff like that. So, you know, talking to people, they fill the ladies, nine, nine o'clock rolls down the meet and greet. He has the ladies fill out the questionnaires, which is kind of was, was awesome. It was pretty cool. And they put the ladies will put the final when they were finally done to put them on the wall. And it's pretty cool because like, <laughs> it's kind of weird, but, you know, it's it's something different. You know, it's not the same old, same old hotel takeover where it's a free for all. So you got to see who picked you and all that. Like I said, the three women. I only found one woman that picked, put my number down. Um, her name was uh, Cindy. And I did end up hooking up with Cindy later on that. Twice I hooked up with her um, uh, and all that. Her husband was a good guy. Cindy's a great person, you know. But she got, I think she got a little, a little too drunk at the party because I don't think she remembers what the fuck happened. So, cause I try to e e uh, email her. She gave me her email and all that. And I, she never responded. So maybe I wasn't that good, but you know what? <laughs> I don't know. From all her squirting and all her screaming and all that, I thought I did a pretty good job. But so, you know, going around, walking, seeing, checking out all the rooms, meeting this person. So now I have to be honest, the quality of couples there, if you do not like bigger women, this is not. This was not the party for you. A lot of the women were, you know, like what I like. I like thicker women. I like bigger women. I'm not into those skinny minis, you know. I'll fuck a skinny mini, but you know what? If I had a choice between a thick girl and a skinny mini, I'm going with a thick girl. Because I, that's just my preference and all that, you know. We all have preferences, right? Right couples, you know, the black only, stuff like that. We all have preferences. It's just a preference if I choose not to be with black women, right? Okay, I'm glad we got that situated. But it wasn't a lot of, you know, you know, a lot of tens there. There were not tens. There was one ten. And the minute she walked into that fucking room, because when you get off the elevator, everyone's there. There's the there's that, you know, that little congregation area. So everyone could see you. And she came in late. Her and her husband came in late or her boyfriend, whatever it was. And I tell you, this girl had the nicest. She had nice big tits. She's about five foot. She was about five foot nine, five foot ten. Uh, fucking a 
big fucking juicy white ass and people were all fucking staring at her man it's one of those things it's always funny when you see when a hot looking couple come in and everyone starts staring now she was doing now her husband was a goofy looking dude not a very attractive dude but he was a nice guy she was fucking the she was the winner of the of the couple all right she's the one that gets all the pussy and dick uh and the husband gets all the, the sloppy seconds i would say so she's walking in and, and she was just a fucking nice human being. I mean, I go, there's no, I mean, there was no fucking way I would ever, ever get a piece of this action. Because I thought, you know, you know, I try to decipher what is that couple in there. Now, that's one thing I would love for them to see in that in a lot of clubs and these hotel takeovers. He, they should have, that's one thing they should have done. They should have had it where they had it under name tags. They had it either what their preferences are. What are they looking for? Male, female threesome or female, male, female threesome, gangbang, orgy, whatever, couples only, stuff like that. That's one of the things. So she didn't look like the typical, I want nothing but dick. They look like, you know, we are couples only and we're only going to play with couples. Which was fucked because you're like, God damn, because like everybody wanted these, this fucking couple. There was not one person in that place that would have said no to her or him because of her. So we're talking. She was nice. She talked to me a little bit and all that. She was very, uh, very open. Her husband was the same thing, very, you know, open and talkative and all that, not being a dick. So I'm like, man, well, maybe she likes, you know, maybe she plays with guys but what type of guys does she play with she's five foot fucking ten she's tall so she's probably not into this short white dudes and she's probably so i'm like fuck but anyways you know i could always watch her and maybe she'll let me eat her pussy and all that so you know they're walking around i'm walking around checking things out and all that finally the party starts they have the meet and greets over everyone's you know all the ladies filled out the questionnaires up on the wall everyone does their own thing and start going uh you go into the gangbang room. There's uh, one couple, which I have a bone to pick with them now because I think what they said about single guys is pretty fucking off-putting and probably not right, but we'll get to that in a minute. There's she's in the room. Uh, her and her, some other single guy and her husband are in there eating her pussy. She's sucking dick. Another couple comes in. They start playing with them. Uh, this is in the gangbang room now, which is, I think, would be for a gangbang, right? Okay. So I'm in there sitting down. I'm just watching. I don't ever jump in and put my hands on another person until they wave me over. The husband tells me to go in there and all that. So I'm sitting there watching. Tits McGee, which I'm going to call the beautiful blonde that came in that everyone wanted. Tits McGee comes down, sits down next to me, and she's like, ooh, watching the show. She's commenting to me and all that. She, so she asked me, do you think they'll mind if I start joining in? I'm like, honey, there isn't one person in here that would say no to you. She goes, really? I go, yeah, I bet you 50 bucks that if you go up to everyone, they'll say yes to you. And she started laughing and all that. So it was pretty, that was funny. Me and her got a little, I got a laugh out of her. So instead of participating, she gets up, walks out with her husband and all that. So I stay in there, watch a little while and all that. Not really a good show. Kind of boring as fuck show. It wasn't a gangbang. It was more of a fucking orgy. That's what I understand what her complaint was later on in the night or in a couple of days in a group room. But I get up, walk around, check out another room. No one's in the female glory hole. No one's in the cock hole. No one's in the blackout yet. Uh 
there's a couple playing in one of the just the open room, which I st- I watched for five minutes, watched them. Then I go to the video room, and lo and behold, Tits McGee's back there. Her and her husband are trying to take pictures, so they asked me to take pictures. So I take a bunch of pictures of her. Her tits are fucking huge and shit. Her tits are out. I'm like, God damn. So they said, thank you and all that. I said, you're welcome. Whatever you need, I'm here for you. So they go out, walk down the hall. I stay, go back into the room where the one couple's fucking in the open room. You know, another five minutes there. I'm just watching, you know, enjoying because she's really getting into it. She's really, for a big girl, she knows how to fuck, which I'm pretty proud of that she is doing that. So after about that, about five, ten minutes watching, I get, you know, I want to go check out, see what's else going on. You never know. Something else going to be happening. Going to the blackout room. Still no one in there. Staying there for a minute because it's cool and all that, the rooms. Because in the hallway, it started getting really hot. The rooms is where it was cool at, where the, the temperature was a lot better. Uh, excuse me. So I see my boy there who's a new single, never did anything like this, comes to this party. And I guess, so where did the Tits McGee go? He goes, oh, they said they went out for a smoke. And right when he said that, I go, fuck, she ain't coming back. They're not coming back. And I told the dude that, and he's like, oh, he's like, why? Why do you think they're not coming back? I go, because she saw what we have here, and she was not into anybody here. Because, like I said, she was very beautiful. She is a 10 in the swinging world, and she's probably an 8 in the real world. There's two different numbers that we have to go by, ladies and gentlemen. There's the swinging world number and the real world number. The real world is what really counts, because that's what you really are 24-7. The swinging, a lot of girls go there, and there are 10 there. But when they get outside of those swinging halls, those swinging clubs, those swinging events, they go back down to being six and a five. But because of they fucking think they're a 10, they act like they're a fucking 10 in the real world. And you, sometimes they got to be put in their place. And that's what I do, because I don't really take shit from anybody. Because you know what? At the end of the day, I got to be true to me, and I got to be real with me. And if I don't get laid because of my attitude, well, fine, I don't get laid. But I guess what? I will get laid because I'm a fucking decent, I'm a good-looking guy, man. And I know my shit. So this girl's a 10 and an 8. That's hard to get. That's not a lot. You don't get a lot of those in the swinging lifestyle. You hardly ever get a 10 out of 10. Now, there are 10 out of 10s I've seen. If you go to secrets, you'll see a lot of 10s, not 10 and 10s. All right? So Tits McGee leaves. I disappoint the guy because I told him, listen, man, they ain't coming back. And he's like, oh, they might come back. But he goes, you know what? I'm, I've been wrong before. So maybe an hour, maybe half hour, hour later, they'll come back. Well, by the end of the night, they never came back. I was right. They just took off. They probably went down to the night game or Colette's to get some other better looking people. Because I told, like I said, it wasn't the highest, the best looking people there. Great people personality wise. Like I said, I'm still fucking all of them. I'll still do it. But as a look wise, they're not, there's not, there's, she was the only 10, unless we're below sevens. All right. Nothing seven, seven, fours, threes, and twos. All right. So I'm not going to be a fucking be around the bush and lying about this shit because I don't, I want to honest, this is an honest answer. This is an honest lifestyle. So swingers always say this is an honest lifestyle. All right. So I'm going to be honest. So they take off. So I go back into the room with a couple playing. I whip out my dick, start stroking it, looking at it, watching her. She, one dude gets done fucking her. 
she asked me, do I need any help? I said, I sure do need help. So this nice lady offered her services, her pussy to me. So she jumps on me and, and like I said, for a big girl, she knew how the fuck she could move those hips good and all that. And man, it was great. Me and her were fucking, uh, I didn't eat any pussy cause a lot of guys fucked her before her. So I didn't really want to go down on that area, especially some of them didn't wear condoms. I don't want to eat no man, um, none of these dudes is uh, cream pie because you know i don't know these guys if i knew the guys that'd be different you know but anyways so we're fucking and all that you know it's about 10 15 minutes her husband's with some other chick on the other bed and you know me and I have a good time i blow my load you know and you know get up clean up and get on out of there go on to the next conquest all right say thank you very much and i'm on so that's where i meet cindy cindy's down the hall she looks like she's fucking hammered i'm like oh great and so she's like, oh, so what are we doing? And she's talking to me, asking me all about myself. Uh, we work in the same industry together, so it's kind of it was kind of a a good way to break the ice with her. Her and her husband both work in the same industry as I do. So he goes, let's go check out the black blackout room, you know. And there was a couple in there. They weren't they were playing by themselves, or they were just sitting there bullshitting with themselves. I think it was. So you know, I lay Cindy down on the bed front uh on her back her legs over the bed uh over the edge of the bed so i can get at great access to her pussy eat her out so you know i'm eating her out fingering her at the same time you got to do the fingering and eating the clit at the same time all right guys practice that you know and so the new dudes the two new dudes are there watching another some other black guy comes in and is watching the show too no one's really doing anything yet. Just me eating her out, you know, making her, uh, making her squirt and all that. So I do that about 15, 20 minutes. I'm down on her, uh, cleaning her pussy up with my tongue after she squirts a bunch of times and all that. So finally she bends over. Her husband has her bend over and, you know, I just go inside of her. I start pounding away. She had a great, you know, I thought it was a nice, it was a nice wet pussy. I thought it was great. I thought it was one of the top pussies I had in my life. Uh, she was really good at it and all that. So I blow my load, I come inside of her, and that was, you know, and I see the other two guys are waiting their turn, so I quickly disengage, come, pull out, and, you know, go clean myself up. They had wet naps and all that, so I clean myself off, go to the bathroom, slap on some uh, some of that fucking Perel shit I put on there just in case piss and all that get ready to go for round number two i took some viagra i took a viagra so you know i'm fucking hard as a rock still so she's over there playing with the rest of the guys i just fucking you know go on to my next one see whatever i could find and there wasn't much action going on one of the girls did finally go in the female glory hole uh but like i said i just blew my load so i wasn't going to be able to um do anything so i had to wait and by the time i was back ready to shoot another load i was in the she was gone so yeah, that I never got to use the female glory hole. I think she was the only one that even attempted to do it. And I think a lot of girls were turned off by that they anybody can go because that was one of the rules that if you get in that glory hole, anybody can come over there and fuck you. So a lot of I think that was one of the complaints. So, you know, hour pass, two hour passes. We're just hanging out, bullshitting. I'm shooting shit with the new guys. You know, trying to teach them how to not to be fucking assholes in the lifestyle and all that. Cindy comes out again. You know. We start talking again, hanging out. Uh, Cindy and her husband follow me into this one room. It was a, it was an unmarked room, so it was anything that goes. Uh, there was two couples in there fucking, and so you know what? I just pull out my cock and just start stroking it. 
And I'm watching these couples fuck. Sandy's sitting down next to me, and she starts sucking me off. Uh, I don't remember much about the blowjob, so it wasn't too memorable. But uh, Cindy wanted the fuck again, so she laid me down on one of the uh, chairs there that they had there. And she rides me on top and all that. So we're fucking, she's on top of me, grinding on my cock and all that, shooting her pussy juice all over my fucking cock and balls, which I love. I gotta love that. So finally, she gets tired because, you know, she's on top. She's doing most of the work. So I put her on the bed, lay her on her back, her fucking ass hanging off the bed, and I just go fucking start pounding her again. The other couple, two couples are sitting there, Watching us fuck and all that. I think I think maybe we pissed them off that we did that. But fuck it. You're in a fucking orgy room or whatever you're in. You got to expect that shit. What? Just because we're not fucking supermodels. Now, this couples, these couples were skinny. They weren't like fucking 300-pound couples. But I think they looked annoyed. Cindy was a big girl. She was not a small mini. All right. Uh, the other two women in the bed were, but they were fucking fucking their swapping partners and all that. So I don't know what the fuck the problem was. Kind of got a little attitude. But anyways, so I didn't give a shit. So I'm fucking pounding Cindy, you know, making her fucking come again. And, and finally, I blow my loads inside of her again. So she has two fucking loads of my me inside of her and all that. Uh, pull out, you know, clean myself up and let go. I think at this time, I'm like, I'm fucking out of here. Three, three nuts in a night is fucking good with me. Uh, and all that. I had a great time. So I was like, eh, I'm going to, th- you know, take off. So I'm in the hall. Cindy gets out of the room. Her husband and they, I don't, don't think they saw me, but they take off. They go back to the room. I didn't get to say goodbye to them because they just took off real quick. And I didn't see them before I left. So I was out of here. I was leaving. As I was leaving, they, I think it was Dave, the hostess, host, was, asked me about it. Did I have a good time and all that? I said, yeah. I told him how good things were and all that. I didn't give him any uh, criticism of it, though, because, you know, what? I, sometimes I just don't think guys will host or even fucking listen to single guys. And single guys have a lot of good information. Now, listen, I... I don't fucking sit there and want to cater to single guys. I think you got to cater to the couples. Like I said, I would charge guys 200 plus bucks to get in for a night and all that. So I don't know what they would think, why they would not want to hear what I have to say, because I do have some good things, that I think, uh, that to change things. Like the picking up guys with the numbers, that was excellent. The glory holes got to change, though. Um, you got to be able to let the lemon pick. It's just one of those things. Uh, that you're going to have to do because not every girl wants to get fucked by every guy. And we had girls. There were women there. Oh, I did eat out some uh, another blonde headed blonde headed girl. Uh, I talked to her about stuff about uh, our my field and uh, she had a nice tasting pussy. She was really good and all that. Uh, made her squirt, made her come. And she told me I'm the only second guy to do that other than her husband, which I kind of don't believe because there's no way, there's no way she's, she's in her fifties. You know, she's not a, she's had a lot of sex before. So there's no way I'm the only guy, her and her husband that made her do that while eating her out. There had to be more. So maybe, I don't know, maybe she's trying to float, uh, boost my ego up, but I didn't need an ego. I don't need an ego boost guys. I already know if I'm good or not. So you don't need to do it. And that's one of the things I hate. Just tell the truth. I want to know how bad or good I am because that's how I get better. I'm not going to get better by you telling me it's it's great when it's really not. But she told me that. So I felt good. You know, you know, you don't hear that every day. I don't hear it every day. So, you know, I was like, I felt good about it. Uh, so that was the whole night. So he asked me about stuff and I just told him how great it was. I thought it was, I, like I said, I thought he's, uh, he's heading, he's tending in the right directions. 
Now, this is where it's going to trend into the wrong direction. It's going to tend for the wrong directions for single guys. And because there are some vocal couples in the group. So, you know, a couple of days go on. Sunday, everyone's talking about how great of a time they had and yada, 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 bullshit like that. How great it was to meet everybody. So, in the end, about, I'm off this week, so I don't got nothing to do. I'm checking my Telegram group. So, I go in there and I notice this shit in there. And they start talking. And it's a single guy thing. They're talking about, uh, what the fuck? Now I can't remember. But she's talking about, Single guys in general or at the or at the club and stuff like that, that how some guy, the club, the group room is when you're in the chat, when you're in the chat room, you know, telegram, you're in the chat room as a single guy, you have to ask permission for you to PM private message someone, which is usually the standard in every swinger group I'm ever in on telegram. So. You know, guys, chicks, couples will post pictures and, you know, typical guys will like, can I PM you? And it's a simple yes or no. It's not like a fucking rocket science and all that where you got to figure out what you're going to do. So this lady, she, it starts with an A. I'm going to call her out. But if you're in a group, you're going to know who it is because you probably heard from this. And she's not a fucking ugly troll, but she ain't the fucking hottest. She's a four, but she's an eight in the lifestyle. She's a four in real world, eight in the lifestyle. So she says, I'm so sick of single men asking the PM every time there's a picture posted. And I'm and I'm like, okay, wait a minute. What's the isn't that the rule that you're supposed to ask for permission? So what's the problem? And she's like, I'm still I'm still sick of it. I don't think I'm gonna be in this group anymore. I'm like, okay. So you you're mad because single guys, basically she's pissed off because single guys ask permission, follow the rules. So if I don't follow the rules, it's fine, but now you got guys who do are respectful and follow the rules of the group and ask the PM when someone posts a picture. Yes, of course they're going to post a picture because they know that fucking person's a woman and they want pussy. <clears throat> Why do you think guys are there? Like I said earlier in the podcast, guys do not need a connection to fuck you. No man does. Why do we sit there and lie to the women in this lifestyle saying, oh, yeah, I need a connection. I'm a demisexual. You know you're not fucker. You just want to fucking act like you're cooler than everybody else, think you're better than everyone else, so you get that pussy. Just admit it. I'm there, ladies and gentlemen. If you see me, guess what? I'm there to fuck. I'm not there to get marry your wife. I'm not there to find a wife or anything like that. I got girls that I find outside of lifestyle that I would judge a wife up than a girl that's in the lifestyle. But I don't need a connection to fuck your wife. Your wife could just walk up to me and say, you want to fuck? And if I like it, yes. And I'm a whore, so it's probably going to be 99%. Yes, we're fucking. All right? So this woman gets mad because guys are like that. Guys are just being... Then what pissed me off, she says, single men just need to shut up and be themselves. That's a quote. I'm like, okay. We are being ourselves. We're being fucking whores like we are. Men are fucking whores. When are we going to get it? Women are whores too. They just do it in a better way where they don't act like it. But men, we're our fucking whores. And any man that don't say it is a fucking liar. Shit. I don't understand. Like I said, I don't understand any of this shit. So it started the whole day was bad mouthing, bitching about single guys and all that. The couples, other couples chimed in. And it's always, and it's 
was only three or four couples. The rest of the couples were quiet. No one else was saying anything. It was just bitching about guys and how horrible it is and all that. So they want a couples only or a all women. Then they talked about an all women uh, room. And I said, yeah, that'd be fine. Like, this is at the party, though. This is not like in the Telegram group. So at a party, they want an all women. I'll go, that's fine. Are the hubbies allowed? Hubby should not, no men, no men should be allowed. If it's all females, it just be women. So if the wives want to go in there, guess what, boys? You got to stay out. Yeah, you're married to them, so what? This is all females. It doesn't say all females plus husbands. It's an all female rule. Excuse me. So, yeah, I'm getting worked up about this because it really pisses me off when you get a couple assholes in the lifestyle who don't like single guys who follow the rules. That's what they were doing because she didn't want to. Someone was she. I think what happened was I think she got pissed off. No one asked to PM her. I think she's better looking. She is better looking. If you saw her pictures on the Telegram group, they suck. If you see her in person, she is a lot better looking. But that's a fucking bitch move right there. Telling guys to shut up and be themselves, then you get bitchy at them because they are themselves. What do you think this is, lady? I don't understand it. Go fucking go do something. Don't ever join a group with single men. Just go for the couples. Go to the clubs on Saturday nights where there's no single guys. You never, ever fucking have to worry about it. Any other swinger west, SDC, Quiver, fucking swing lifestyle, you can block single men from looking at you. You never have to deal with us ever again. Stop being a little bitch and fucking do something about it. You don't want guys to fucking talk to you. Or ask you to PM you because you got to fuck. They think you're attractive and they would want to fuck you. Hey, whatever. But I'm never fucking, I don't get mad. Single guys text me because I have a girlfriend that I love watching her fuck other dudes. I don't get pissed off. And I'm going to go, well, okay, we're going to be at TPC North Friday night. Be there. If you're in there, you can fuck her. If you're not, oh, well. Now, this past Wednesday. So I don't get mad at guys because I understand what guys are going through. And all guys are going. Married men are the same fucking way. There is no difference between a single guy, a swinger single guy, and a married man. They're all the fucking same. You go to any of these clubs, their wife's passed out, they're drunk. Guess where the guy husband's at? He's at the pool trying to fuck another girl. Yep, yep. That's, I've seen that happen many a times at Caliente when I worked there. A lot of fights between the couples because a guy would try to go off and fuck something else while the wife was busy doing something else. Or she was passed out drunk. I saw it firsthand. Uh, secrets when I got a guy in trouble when I <laughs> when I couldn't lie for him because he got fucking wanted to go fuck some couple when his wife was passed out in the hotel room. But you know, anyway. So still, there's so more more drama and shit. There's more single guy. So they created a room for single, and it's called Single Guy Advice. And so now it's just couples fucking telling guys. How to be a single guy. And here's one by someone, DB, I call him. As a single guy in the lifestyle for many years, I never ever initiated contact. I kind of agree with that. I don't I wouldn't bother either. I exclusively use referrals. Okay. That ain't gonna get nowhere. Low key, never per so, never, never text separately unless express expressly asked to do so my experience may differ recently dm from someone in this group only because i said yes and didn't want to be rude in the thread well then that's your fucking problem who the fuck told you you can't be rude how is saying no rude okay so now you fucked up you're the one you're the fucking problem db 
Not the guy. Not anymore. Not looking for single guys, even though we do play occasionally with them. So basically, any single guy that really kisses their asses, they're going to play with. If you don't, well, we're not going to play with you. We have, we have several we enjoy and recommend. From now on, we're just going to get a no and a thread. If you think we're being rude. No, asshole. We didn't think you're being rude. We're just saying no. We get turned down every fucking day. We're not, it's not being rude. You fucked up by saying yes. Don't say yes. God damn, man. How fucking stupid are some people? He's, then he goes, here's one. Here's another one by him. So a perfect example of how to be a perfect single guy. There's no such thing, but okay. Go to events in places like Marfilis. All right, Marfilis is a, is a bar, a tiny little bar that allows you to fuck up in the upstairs in Houston. This gentleman wasn't on our radar for a variety of reasons. Nothing against him at all. We just weren't digging, th- digging through single guys actively looking since we have several great friends that fill that need. Okay, for one... If I'm a couple, me and Natalie hook up, we get married or whatever, guess what? We're always on the lookout for single guys. You don't have to be on the lookout. You could just look at a guy and go, oh, well, he's, you think she, Natalie, you think he's attractive? Yeah, okay, well, we'll just check him out, see what what the vibe is with him. That's all. It ain't fucking rocket scientists, guys. Why do these couples make shit harder than it is? He approached, didn't even look at Kimberly, introduced himself, and shook my hand. Then allowed me to introduce him to Kimberly. Ooh, what a nice guy. Chatted and talked about the group and some of the posts he liked. Then excused himself back to the bar. He just wanted to say hi and introduce himself. So he pretty much didn't have anything. He's a fucking dummy because he probably only could talk about sex. He's probably one of those muscle dummies. You know, those guys that fucking work out fucking eight hours a day. Then they can't fucking think of anything to talk about when they go to a swingers club other than their body and themselves. Suffice it to say that I grabbed him later at the bar, complimented him on his approach. All right, good. That's nice. You did that. Let's discuss my experience as a single guy, Cedric, and invite him back to our table later to hang out with our group. He made an impression and will enjoy the results of his efforts sometime soon. And I'm sure. Yeah, because he went to a party. He's not online. It's not that hard. So I don't know what the fuck the problem is. So let's see what else he says. I don't know. Sending us, sending us a DM and saying he, she's hot. I is a guaranteed never saying the hey to her first and practically ignoring me and even worse touching her without permission and ignoring me will result in a lifetime ban. Now I agree with that. So I don't know what the fuck. So I agree with that. So there's no problem with that. So I don't know what. So I don't have no problem with that, what he said there. All right. So that's pretty good. All right. I agree with him. I always look at that. If a guy never talks to me, listen, he doesn't have to talk to me that much. Just introduce himself. Talk to me a little bit. And that's it. Talk to Natalie and you're good to go, buddy. But, you know, you know, some people are just stupid. Anyways. What else does he say? Do-do-do. Being respectful and taking the correct approach in person ups your chances exponentially. Yes, I agree. That's why I don't bother with the online websites because they're fucking just stupid. Because you can send out a thousand emails. And the, the funny thing is you can personalize it. You can put stuff in there that's in their ad. And yet they don't read them. They don't give a shit. What they'll do is look at your pictures. Is your dick big enough? Because, you know, swingers are not shallow people. Swingers are inclusive people bullshit they're fucking the most shallow people on earth they look at your pictures and that's it they like what they see then they'll talk to you if they don't they go fuck it i don't want to have anything to do with you gotta itch my nose 
you know. So this is all, actually, this is all today. Another guy, another couple wrote, we often turn down single men due to the fact they think they have something she can't get anywhere else. It's the attitude. Just because she is open to fun doesn't mean it's a sure thing. Being respectful and treat her like a princess goes a long way. Yeah, I agree. Being respectful is very good. But maybe some guys, if you got a fucking 12-inch cock, you think she can get that anywhere? You got, you're packing five inches and this guy's packing eight. Can you should get that at home? No. So yeah, there's kind of, it is kind of true that some guys do have a special gift that they can't get it where your lady ain't going to get it nowhere else. Um, fuck it. Let's just call it what it is. It is true. Come on. It's no big deal. All right, guys, you'll be all right. Absolutely agree. Coming in as a single, one thing spending 10 years in the military, grade school taught me it is that you need to build a repertoire first with your personality. Sending direct messages to dig into sexy time doesn't work much and as further as having a good, decent conversation. Couples and ladies need to know who are outside that you are. He spells it you are, not your. Who you're outside the room before they invite you inside. And don't say sexy pick or comment on their body parts instantly. They do not need your agreements on those. Rather approach through manners and see how things fold. Okay, let's get one thing straight. When people post pictures, they're digging for fucking likes. They're digging for clicks. They're digging for someone to say something. What the fuck? What kind of shit is this? I don't remember ever being this bad. It's fucking deluded. It's because... When people post shit online, they want people to look at it and say, ooh, wow, look at that. They're not posting it online for just to post it online. They post shit online so they can get likes. They can get clicks. They can get people, ooh, we would like to meet you and stuff, shit like that. Why, why, why are we pretending this shit don't exist? That's why we put stuff online. I put my dick pic online to see if anyone bites on it. Yeah, of course. And someone says, oh, you got a nice cock. It's like, fuck, I feel good, you know. I ain't going to feel shit. I'm going to feel happy. Same thing. Like a woman puts who's feeling down, puts a picture of her tits online. And the ones everyone say, oh, great picture, great tits. That's going to fucking make her feel happy. And that's why we do shit like that. We fucking guys. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. So, yeah, couples post shit because other couples are digging. They're trying to find people that want to fuck with them. Same thing. Ladies do the same thing. They want the attention. Why do you think at 45 they get breast implants? Oh, it's for me. No, they get breast implants because everyone's checking out the 40, 25-year-old and no one talking to her anymore. She gets the breast implants and boom, now every guy wants her again. Come on, man. Let's just be real. Swinging is... It's not complicated. It's just sex. Swinging is not a connection. It's sex. Guys, stop fucking trying to fuck around with swinging. You're fucking this up. All right. Let's see. Another one. Here's another guy. Any perspective from someone who has been both the single guy and the couple partner side. This is the way to do it. Don't go in with expectations, guaranteed sex. Bullshit. I always guarantee. I'm going. I'm going in there. The fuck. I'm the best looking dude in that room. I'm the best looking dude in that club. I have that mentality. I have that killer mentality. Maybe because I grew up playing sports and that's how my mentality was. I'm the best motherfucker on the field. No one can beat me and all that. But I go in there, I'm like, I'm looking to get laid. I'm not fucking there. Okay, do I not get laid? Yeah. Okay, big deal. Next up, I'll fucking, next week I'll get, I'll smash two pussies. Next week, three. It's no big deal. I'm not, I don't get upset about it. So, yes, my expectation is to get laid. Uh, 
go into it with genuine politeness and respect. Yeah, you can be polite. Of course, everyone's polite. Well, you know, I don't drink, so I don't fucking act like an idiot. Single guys, we are a dime a dozen. Well, there's a diff- that's where he's fucking wrong. Single guys are not dime a dozen. There's a single guy and there's a single swinger guy. The problem with swinging now with single dudes is there's more single dudes than single swinger guys. And you know a, you'll know a swinger single guy is when he gets a female into the lifestyle. If they say no single guys, guess what? That guy was a single dude. He was never a swinger. He's only looking to get more pussy, and he's using that girl. All right? What will be most attractive is treating people like humans first and foremost. Okay, who the fuck? What the fuck? If you get invited in, treat it like a great honor, and you'll get a no. And if you get a no from a couple, don't take it personally. No, yeah, duh. I've been turned down a fucking million times in my life. I'm not going to take anything personally. I don't really give a shit. I say, this is my opinion. This is, I, and I got an attitude about it. You'd be lucky for me to fuck you and eat your pussy. Well, that's how the way it is. You're being an asshole. Unless you're being an asshole, then do take it personally and do better. Go work on yourself. Okay. Thanks for the advice, dude. <laughs> because you were, you know more, you know, than all these fucking people. But, you know, it's just one of those things where, they just go on and on and on about single guys. It's like, okay, we get it. You don't want us around. But unfortunately, the guy who runs it does. He's That's why I like the dude. I don't have anything bad to say about him. I, if he wants my help, I will gladly offer my help and talk to him about it. If he wants to open a club together, fuck it. I'll invest. I got fucking 50 grand I could invest in a club and all that. Because he did talk about opening up a club in a permanent spot. And I think Houston is craving for a real fucking swingers club. I don't think... Any of the clubs we have here are fucking other than the night game. I'll give props to the night game staff. They really do. Whenever I go there, I see people fucking. Unfortunately, at TPC and fucking Colette's, they don't they don't start fucking until after 12 o'clock, 1 a.m. I don't know why, but fuck. Dude, we're swingers, man. Come on, people. So, I don't know. Anyways, I think I'm going to get off. I'm getting agitated by fucking talking about these stupid asses that don't like single guys. But, you know, I hope you enjoyed my uh, show today. It's been a while. Next show will be about taking Natalie out and getting her fucking laid and fucking making her pussy sore and her fucking legs sore for all the fucking she did Wednesday night before Thanksgiving. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for all that listening. Thank you to all my international listeners. I got some in India, Europe. Uh, I think I got some in Asia. Yeah, I think I got, oh, India is Asia, so yeah, I do. And all that. And all those Americans and, and all that. So you can find me at swinging single podcast at gmail.com. Just click on it. You'll send me an email. Tell me I'm what an asshole I am and all that. Or if I'm right or something, which I appreciate. But, you know, it is time to get on out of here to Saturday night. Going to take another date to the club. See if she can get laid. Find another couple of fucker and no single guys tonight because there's no single guys to the club unless we go to TNG and all that. But I don't know. We'll see. You have a great week, America. Great week, world. And keep on swinging, baby.